Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor, and today we are talking about student loan disability and death discharge, the ultimate guide to what you need to know about this interesting program that can help people that are disabled or pass away with student loan debt. Now, this might not be for you, but if it is for you, I want to break down the important things that you need to know about death and disability discharge. Because if you have a serious illness or you were involved in an accident that leaves you unable to work, you might be stressing and scared about what you should do with your student loan debt. But there is a program available for you called TPD, Total and Permanent Disability Discharge. Um, and it is a program that was created by the Department of Education that will relieve you of having to repay your federal student loans or teach grants if you become totally and permanently disabled. So this only applies to federal student loans. It doesn't apply to private student loans, but there are potentially some programs from your private student loan lender that effectively do the same thing. You just have to check with your lender. But for TPD, it applies to direct loans, FFEL loans, federal Perkins loans, and TEACH grants. And what do you need to do if you are totally and permanently disabled you can have to show that you meet the TPD requirements. And these requirements are as follows. So if you're a veteran, you can apply for TPD and you have to just provide documentation from the VA showing that you have a service-connected disability and you're unable to work. If you are already receiving Social Security Disability Insurance or Supplemental Security Income, SSDI or SSI, and your next disability review will be five to seven years from now, you may also apply for TPD. You just have to submit your Social Security paperwork that shows your awards and your benefit plan query that states the date of your next review. And those are the two easiest ways to get TPD. There is a third way, and that is you can submit a certification form from your doctor that declares that you're totally and permanently disabled. The doctor must certify that you're unable to work due to a physical or mental impairment that will likely result in your death, has lasted for a period of 60 months, and will be expected to last for 60 months. So this one is the hardest one to do because one, it's always hard to get your doctor to fill out a form, but this is the one that also um, the government and the Department of Education is known to dispute sometimes. So just realize that if you're a veteran or you're already on SSDI, uh, it's easier to get temporary or total um, and permanent disability discharge uh, than it is if you have your doctor submit a certification. But if you meet these criteria, the next step is to submit a TPD application. The easiest way to do it is to start the application online at disabilitydischarge.com. The department will use the information you provide to send you a partially completed application, which then you print and fill out and fill out the rest by hand. You can also send the whole application in by hand by downloading and printing the application, or you can call them at 888-303-7818 and request an application be mailed to you. 
Once you get the application, you have to fill out some of it by hand. If you opted to fill out the application online, you'll fill out sections one and two already, and the PDF version of it will be emailed back to you to print out so you can manually complete section three. Um, once the application is filled out, you have to attach the supporting documents or have a physician fill out section four. The supporting documents for each different disability option differ a bit. If you are a a VA per, uh, veteran, you must supply documentation from the VA that shows that the VA has a service-connected disability that you are 100% disabled um, or you are totally disabled based on an individual unemployability determination. If you are a SSDI or SSI benefit recipient, your paperwork must be an SSA notice of award. And if you have a physician certification, you can submit your application with that certification from a position that shows that you are totally and permanently disabled. And after filling out sections one through three, you need to have your physician complete section four of your application. It's important to note that you have to have that application mailed in within 90 days of the date your physician signed the application or it will not be valid. So make sure you make that appointment, you follow up with your physician and you get all necessary applications into the Department of Education in that 90 day period of time. You can also fax it, email it and, or scan and upload it to the disability discharge website. After the Department of Education receives your TPD application, they'll contact the holders of your loans and suspend collection on your loans while they determine your eligibility. Basically, you won't have to make any payments on your loans while they look over your application. And this period of time is about 120 days. Usually I see it happening within 60 to 90 days, but it could last up to 120 days. If your loans are in default and your payments are being collected through wage garnishment, your wage garnishments will continue until your discharge is approved. This is also true for any federal payments like a tax refund, etc. Next, your application and supporting documents are going to be reviewed to make sure everything is completed. And then the Department of Education will send you a final decision. If your uh, application is approved, you'll be notified of the approval and your loans or your TEACH grant will be transferred to them for discharge. The lenders will also be asked to return any payments that you might have made to the loan after the disability date, which is the date that the department received your application. If your TPD discharge was based on Social Security Administration documentation or a physician certification, you're going to be subject to a three-year post-discharge monitoring period where they are going to monitor you to see if you're earning any income. This does not apply to veterans. So if you're getting your loan discharged because you're a veteran and it's through the VA, you do not have this monitoring period. Um, starting from the date your discharge is approved, the department will reinstate your obligations to pay back the loans if your annual income exceeds the poverty guidelines, uh, you receive a new student loan, you receive a new disbursement of an existing student loan, um, and the SSA or the Social Security Administration determines that you're no longer totally and permanently disabled um, in that five to seven year period of time. So the bottom line is you cannot earn more than the poverty guidelines and you also cannot get new student loans after you get your loans discharged for being disabled. 
Um, you also have a few other responsibilities during the three-year monitoring period. You have to contact the Department of Education if your annual earnings exceed the guidelines of the poverty guidelines. Uh, if your address or phone number changes, uh, the department requests any documentation from you specifically about your earnings, or if you receive any notices from the Social Security Administration that you are no longer disabled. If you are denied, you're going to be notified that your application was denied and your loan holders will immediately start collecting payments again. The letter should tell you exactly why you were denied and what you can do if you have any questions about the decision. Typically, we see letters being denied because the documentation was not filled out correctly, or if you had a doctor's certification, the doctor did not certify you as totally and permanently disabled for that following five-year window. So... Other things that you need to know is that effective in 2018, death and disability discharge is now considered tax-free income. It used to be taxable income, but from 2018 to 2025, which is what the current law allows for, any disability discharge in that period of time will be considered tax-free. So, it's also important to remember that this only applies to federal student loans, not private student loans. However, there are some death and disability programs that some private student loan lenders offer, but you need to talk to your student loan lender and see if that is something that they can do for you to help you out. All right, guys, hopefully you found this interesting or useful. If you know somebody that this would apply to, please send this podcast to them. And uh, we just want to make sure that we're touching and helping as many people as we possibly can. All right, guys, thank you very much. And I will talk to you next time.